Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Morning on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. New movement on Capitol Hill to ban TikTok. A bill has put been put forward, um, and it's saying that, you know, the Chinese-based app brings with it national security concerns. They're coming at this all sorts of different ways, but the bottom line is a lot of states have uh, banned the use of TikTok on any of their devices, and recently there was even a university that was like, no TikTok here. And they're saying because of cons- Security, security. Yeah, say more for the fact that it's just making us all so stupid. It right? is, dude. I can't stop thinking about what when you said that uh, the difference between it's in China. That's where it comes from. The difference between what China, how China utilizes that social media uh, platform, and how we use it. Yeah, their algorithm. Because the companies ByteDance out of China. Uh huh. They're saying it's programmed so American TikTok pushes us to watch dumb videos over and over again. People dancing. And in China, it pushes their kids to watch, like, science experiments <laughs> or uh, motivating you to be an astronaut. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it I, limits the amount of entertainment and tries to tailor a little bit of... Education. Um, educational and balance where... Our algorithms I mean, are all different. that's the cynical view. They're like, really? And, they're, and the American version, they're just feeding us sugar, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's totally brain junk food. I mean, and... The idea that it's then spying on us, I'm like, I, I don't know what you're getting from watching me. Well, it's all your watch info somehow. I, yeah, kitchen videos. There. I, know. I know, but it's always, I'm like, okay, getting to know me better. Um, there are four James Beard uh, contest, like, well, basically Some nominees. Some finalists. Yeah. Yeah. Here in uh, Omaha. And that means what? You're the best chef in the, in the country. Yeah. Like the rest of your life, that. That follows you. You are a James Beard, oh, no. even a nominee, let alone a winner. A James Beard winner. Yeah, yes. it's pretty. Uh, that's pretty incredible. Um, so, I just got done watching. Uh, it's called Pressure Cooker, and 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 that's the type of chefs that are on that show. They make those little little things. I wish bouche. I could. I wish I could. It's just a little bite to get started. A little yeah. news bouche. Isn't that the idea of that TV show, The Bear? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like a. He's like a James. Beard Award winner from New York who goes back home to run his own family restaurant in yeah, Chicago. Keep it alive, yeah. So, who are our winners? I was excited to see Paul and Jessica Urban from Block 16. Yes, they were nominated um, for Best Chef Midwest category as well as David Utterback at uh, Yoshitomo. Which and is then, that's the awesome restaurant in Benson. Okay, I have not been there. And then, and then the uh, fourth was actually nominated in the Emerging Chef category. So this is given to a chef displaying exceptional talent, and they're just getting started, and they're like, we're keeping an eye on you. Cool. And that goes to Kane Atkinson at Kano. Or Kano. Well, I however. think it's Kano. I'm not sure either, but that's like his nickname. Um, oh, okay. For, for Kane Atkinson. He took this. 
His is the pop-up style, which is so oh, all right. oh, um, cool. popular now where you're not tied into one location. You, you pop can up. pop up restaurant. He started in San Francisco and then brought it back to uh, Omaha. So he's another one of these geniuses. But man, I got like I got like teary-eyed proud of Block 16. Yes. I yes. I'm, love that place. Those guys have done so well. They they are uh chew chew to what they do. Um I just I recently saw that uh before the end of the year uh they bought some land out uh and they're going to be uh, growing their own stuff and Ooh, uh, yeah, they're really? doing all that uh, compost, everything. They're doing it all. It's just like where does that come from that I mean that's a, I that's, love it. that's a pull almost every day of the week. Mhm. For me. And yeah, I'm not you gotta go some kinda... foodie. I always pull up Oh. Their Facebook page and debate whether I'm going to have. Mainly, I'm there for the lunches. You know, they open at eleven and they close at three. And that's, I mean, what a beautiful idea! Where it's that window, get down here. I love it. Um, and mine is just Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> James Beard, James Beard <laughs> Award winner, Taco Bell. Ooh, best drive-through. It's a specific location. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Store 18. They're like, oh, yeah. No, that oh, one's yeah. different. That's not That nice. one's different. It was between Very them and 23. Nice. I had 12, I was I was torn. Yeah. You actually um, know. Did you ever know any James Beard award winners? Um, I knew some nominees. I didn't um, Paul? Was our buddy yep, Paul? Paul okay. was. Yeah, Paul Kulik was a, a nominee. Oh, Karan. Um, uh, I know the buddies. Uh, those are uh, friends that uh, uh, used to own Hunger Block and all that stuff. Uh, Karan, they, they were as well. Um, yeah, so, yeah, there, 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 if you look at the list, there's some, there's some nominees and semifinalists that in the past here. So Yeah, we got some talented restaurant folks mm-hmm. in this town. Well, and a lot of it comes out of Metro, right? Yeah. Like our Brian buddy O'Malley. Brian O'Malley. Brian O'Malley. I mean, how many of these were trained at, you know, at his, uh, apron strings? I mean, that's one of the cool things that we've got. We've got like basically in city, amazing chefs just being you know, percolated right here. We I should start it. our own award and just, it'll be kitchen people. You know, I go to your house and sit down, Jeff, on your recliner or whatever. And I would like to try, try the- I would like to try your 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 fish. Like an eight course. Yeah, like an, nah, it'd be too much. I remember the Great Plume got nominated at one point. Did they really? Or won, possibly. Yeah, I think they But won. I do remember that, like that was, and that's not there anymore. That was in Midtown Crossing. Now yeah. it's a breakfast place. Is it really? The okay. one down at Midtown Crossing, yeah, it it, it closed years ago. What it's um, breakfast place? The Great Plume, yeah. I the Great Plume was like places. the big, yeah. That was another one where it was very very niche. If you are, uh, there are right and wrong ways apparently to apologize. Two people just did uh, wrote a book, and they dug into a bunch of research to help find out what makes a good apology. And apparently there are like six steps in which you could follow. And the first one is just say you're sorry. Not that you regret, not that you're devastated, just say sorry. And say it that you're apologizing for. Be specific. Don't just be like sorry, blank. you know, like just leave it open. Yeah, that makes like own, own what you're apologizing yeah, for. Yeah, own what you're like, name it. Say what you're apologizing I'm sorry for. I farted on your pillow. What? <laughs> I'm sorry I farted on your pillow. I'm sorry I farted on your pillow. <laughs> you keep mumbling that last part. Come on. Um, show that you understand why it was bad. Take ownership. You know, like you, it's not just like, I'm saying sorry because I was told to. Like, are you sorry? 
like be sorry, like actually be, be actually sorry. be legit, be yeah. sorry, sincere, be uh-huh. sincere with it. Don't make excuses. Say why it won't happen again. Oh God, this makes me. Stupid. When was the last time you did something bad enough where you had to say I'm sorry? For I'm married. Bit. I say this like. Oh, you At do? At least once a week. Okay. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Well, you got kids, too. You're probably apologizing to them all day long. Sorry God, I forgot no. you. <laughs> I come from a family where no. we never say we're sorry. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. I don't know either. I, I was raised a- in a never say you're sorry household, and that's been an evolution for me as mm-hmm. a as as a partner, as as a as, as a my partner. husband's. Well, yeah. no, as my husband's partner, and also well, as as a mother. Like the idea that I grew up in a household where, like like Jeff, like Irish households, like you didn't say sorry often. Like it was not a. Real- I think that's a lot of families. I mine too, and it's not Catholic or Irish or anything. It's like we just don't say sorry. They're sorry, sort of feelings. Everybody's aware of the yeah, mood, no. but it yes. goes unspoken. So that's mm-hmm. my kind of my mom's side. My dad would say it, and my dad probably had more things to say he was sorry about. It was more overt, but we all noticed he always did a good job of like saying I'm coming sorry. in, and yeah, he would yeah. always be contrite. See, my hey, buddy, thing was, is- I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry I yelled at you earlier. Right? And you didn't yeah. know how to respond. My mom. I don't my, even know how to respond to that right now. I'm like, oh. My mom didn't ever really have to say she was. My mom was definitely somebody who would say she was sorry. But she yeah. didn't have much to be sorry for. She was well, basically right. saying. But my dad was the big one where it was like, my dad was famous for, I'm sorry that, like, it wasn't an apology. It was still another insult. Sure it was. Like, yeah. it was like, I'm sorry. That you that made me yell at you. You made me, Yes, exactly. Or <laughs> I'm sorry that you're so dumb that you didn't understand what I was trying to say. Well, what was the last thing you truly had to say sorry for in your family? Your house. Your house. Uh, to Peter. Um, we had a misunderstanding. Like, it was just like one of those misunderstandings, and I was I was being bullheaded. And and I circled back. And it really is like a learned thing. Like, it is something where that is not natural to my upbringing. Like, it really is something that I have to, like, work on and come back and be like, I'm sorry. When I'm I sorry. said that, it wasn't, like, I jumped to conclusions. I wasn't right. And I'm sorry. Yeah, and just yeah, to stop crazy. there. Okay. Like, and just to stop there and not go to that extra step of, like, that you were such a dum-dum that you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you remember the, the the great line from the movie Love Story mm-hmm. is love means never having to say you're sorry. And that's that was true. a love, love, what? It was a book and a movie. And I live by is that. Is that fair to say? <laughs> love means never having to say you're sorry. Sure, that's easy to say when somebody's like 23 <laughs> and dying. You're like, love never, like when you're my age <laughs> hey, and you have a mortgage and kids, you got to say sorry. That's the background plot of that movie. She's young. Allie McGraw plays a young, beautiful, dying young woman. Yeah. You never have to say sorry then. When you're married at my age with mortgage and kids, you say sorry. What about, what was the line for the the crying um, that that make you laugh? It doesn't make me me cry. Oh, that's Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was that? When Clooney sits down with his ex, Julia Roberts, and Uh she has a new boyfriend, Andy Garcia, and he goes, does he make you laugh? And she goes, he doesn't make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I know. I hate that line. Like, damn it. <laughs> You're like, I know exactly what that means. You're describing me, and I'm not sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> All right, hang on. We'll back. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. 
Saturday morning show on channel 94.1. Right. Good morning, Sam. Sleepy heads. I wanted to talk to somebody today who has night terrors due to the eating of cheese. <laughs> I got to ask, you guys ever have a, uh, I guess, a cheese explosion in the night? Are you trying to ask us if we've ever crapped right. the bed? Like, what are you? What? Hey, what? why would you ask that? Yeah. You I want an know. answer? <laughs> I mean, you ever woken up with a... No. Okay. I can honestly right. say no. No. I neither. All right. So oh, we're over three. Oh, look quickly. <laughs> yeah, no, look at these. Oh, like, uh, yeah. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever you say. If you would have said yes, then I would have been probably... He's like, then no. I would have said yes. <laughs> I hope Molly, you've cursed yourself Molly. that that's coming. I mean, that's usually people that are sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a scene in the movie Train Spotting that if anyone ever sees it, you're like, my God, don't ever let that happen. Oh, that I mean, scares people me. People use that term as a metaphor. Wait, like I don't even remember what. Maybe I blocked it out. Um, oh, God, it's terrible. That like, whole I mean, movie it, was. There's some spots listen, in we know that. If anyone on the show was going to crop the bed. It'd be me. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and you have a wife. You can't ever do that. Oh, I would never. If anything, I would... You know, mm-hmm. I don't even know what I, would I don't do. Even, I don't even know. <laughs> wow. I mean, what would you do? You first of all, you would never talk about it on the radio, or would <laughs> unless you? your co-host was like, "Hey, <laughs> or would just you wanted prompt? to know." Hey, give us a call. Night cheese. <laughs> Night cheese. Hey, you brought the story up. People, you I know, make but a I ran by. Uh, not by having a night cheese event, but eating cheese before bed to test mm-hmm. and see if it gives you nightmares. Night cheese. Working on my night cheese. <laughs> oh my God. Like, whoa, what? Yep. Have you ever woke up and you're swimming in your bed? There's something else you can do. I think I have. I, I've um, woken up standing in the closet. Really? Um, using the restroom once. I've never done that. Oh, oh you wow. have uh, in my sleep, but I, no, but I man. have. Um, yeah, I've Jeff, done, that was terrible. When I had that that neck surgery in mm-hmm. 2011, I think what you guys forgot about is I went on a skiing trip like seven months later. I had spinal surgery, Molly, in 2011. You remember that yeah. procedure that I had? No, I do right? remember that. So the surgery went great, and I had some issues where I had like a left leg that didn't work. Well, I, I went on a ski trip, and I took it relatively careful, but I did f- have one big fall the first day, and I landed on my head. Oh, oh yes. And then like, three days in a row, I had a deal where I woke up a little damp. <laughs> well, I was like, what have I done? That had never happened in my life before. Oh, the only thing be... I could ever thought that made sense uh-huh. was the surgery and the fall on my head. Yeah, I think I would. But I had gone on vacation with the girl I was with at the time, and it was Christmas Eve, uh-huh. and we flew back, uh-huh. and our luggage, got, my luggage got lost. Oh, man. And so I crashed at her place, and the next day, it's damp, oh. and I don't have any clothes to wear. I, like, slept in my clothes. Please tell me you put on a so dress. there's a photo. <laughs> no, she tried to find whatever clothes she could, like, I could that, that wear. That you would wear, yeah, yeah. So, like, there's a photo of opening Christmas gifts on Christmas Day, and I'm wearing little boy shorts and a half shirt. Oh, my God, boy! Where is that photo? (laughs) Where is that photo today? It's like, no place. I burned it. It's gone. Right. 
Wow. That's a yeah. fun photo. Yeah. That no nobody kidding. ever framed. I like that. You know what? Why is he wearing boy shorts? Because he peed the bed. Oh. He's what did a she keeper. Say? Was she forgiving on, on that? I don't even. Which, luckily, she didn't know. It's like a, just on my side. Okay. I don't know if you've ever done that. It's awful. Like you're wearing boxers. You wake up just damp. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I mean, sometimes if you. Oh, I'm sure you're going to get to. You'll <laughs> oh, get to know this. yeah. Come on. Anyone who's got the most banged up system. Oh, come on. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. You're going to be wearing rubber hey, pajamas. I live by don't trust the fart. That's how I live now. You're like, and that has kept me safe for so long. <laughs> no. It still doesn't. Because if it hap- something happens, it pops in my head. I'm like, what the hell did I just do? I live by don't trust the fart. <laughs> no, you don't. Because I work with you. Hey, we got Jason here. What's up, buddy? What can we do for you? Uh, So you were talking about night terrors? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I didn't have them. Uh, My little sister had them. She's about three years younger than me. So, like, when, you know, I'd be, like, you know, like 10, and she was, like, 7, and so she'd go to bed just a little bit earlier um, than me and my brother, who was older than me. Mm -hmm. But she would just walk out of her bedroom just like with the most stone sober look at us and just start screaming at the top of her lungs. You're not my family. Where am I? You know, just, she had no idea. Yeah. That's interesting. Like she was in the middle of a nightmare. Sleepwalking or, but like, but like totally functional, like walking, talking, you know, and and so my parents would have to like get her and get her like woke up fully, um, you know. And then it would just be you know it was like amnesia. She'd have no idea. She'd yeah. just like snap out of it and be like, "Oh, well, I uh, I need to go back to bed." You're like, "Yeah, you do." You know, <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you yeah. do, Sybil. <laughs> yeah. What, what did they yeah. do to treat it? Like, how yeah, long did it last? Nice. Did it just rectify itself, or did they give her, like, a medication? It, 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 she she grew out of it. I mean, she never had to have any medication. That's good. Or anything. I mean, she just, like, it's just apparently a thing. And, like, you, like some kids just get it, you know? They're just, um, yeah, some deep into some and, dream, And right? some kids, you know, like, like it's, it's, it's not uncommon for any given person to have them, like, once or twice you know like we've we've all had those like surreal vivid you know nightmares or dreams where you're not 100 percent sure what's going on or yeah. you know like the alarm the the alarm goes off and you get up and you're like on autopilot making coffee and still not 100 percent sure if you're you know, awake or not, there's yeah. a dead person but, lying next yeah. to you in bed you're in a Oops. hotel in Memphis yeah. and you just check yeah. out and that story never happened. You're like, that got weird. <laughs> next thing you know, I'm wearing boys shorts. <laughs> yeah, that's sure crazy. Do you ever tease? So this is your, your sister? Yeah, yeah. It was my, it was my younger sister. Right, and she's, wow. you know, she's in her early 30s now. It's never been an issue. But yeah, like, probably that's crazy. age like six to eight, you know, you just never knew when she was just going to pop out of bed. And like I said, you know, it, it happens. Stone yeah, it's over, crazy. You know, 
like like just the same as if she was getting up to get a drink of water and then all of a sudden she just snapped. Poor thing. Yeah, so oh, what I'm no. reading, like Mayo Clinic's Jason, got a story calling, saying it's buddy. pretty uh, normal. You ought to tease her like on her birthday and occasionally remind her that she's not you're the... not her family. Oh, no, no, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What? The, the you're not my family thing is like a family joke. Okay, good. Like, so Keep like, that going. Yeah. That's awesome. So like every time like Every time she gets like a mediocre like Christmas present or something, we're not um, your family. Like you're not my family. <laughs> you're like here she is. Thanks, yeah, Jason. Yeah. Have a good Heather day, Shane, that's man. That's the most Take one care, of the most buddy. common things to begin um, sleep terror because you're sleepwalking, but you're still asleep. Um, during sleep terror episode, it's common that a person begins with a frightening scream or shout. Oh, <laughs> really? That would just be terrifying. Absolutely, would be. All right, we're going to get to Molly's Minute coming up next. Your calls at 938-9400. You can open mic us as well. Uh, that's on the app. You just hit the button, leave us a message, and we get it. So uh, what's coming up, Molly? What do you got? Britney Spears, man. She deactivated her account, and uh, all of her super fans called the police for a health wellness check. I think her fans are even more crazy. So we'll get to that next. Hang on. You're listening to The Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, welcome to the Big Party Show. What's up, Molly? Oh, Brittany. Brittany. Another day, another drama. Uh, so I guess Brittany just unceremoniously deactivated her Instagram account, which, I mean, given... This is like the eighth time right. in the last year. Exactly. I mean, this isn't like out of nowhere. What? Mm -hmm. But I guess it left her fans worried. So a bunch of them called like 911 for a wellness check. And like the cops really did go to the house. Like we, we got a call. Check on her. That nutty, if something you posted caused a wellness check from a stranger. Well, that's yeah. the goofy thing about her is that she just got off of the social media platform and people were like, oh my God, I can't. Something's wrong. And I think it has something to do with, remember that restaurant thing that, that happened with her and her hubby? Yeah, like they had out. a... I think that was, now everyone's thinking maybe it's some kind of sociopath. I mean, I don't know. It's weird, but... They had like okay. a tiff and then they just, I mean, it was like one of those crazy things where, you know, I mean, it's any any other couple, nobody would have noticed, but it's Brittany and she looked like an absolute, you know, crazed person sitting there by herself, apparently speaking gibberish that people were like, oh. My goodness. I think if you um, got walked out on and, and you were stuck in that situation of sitting there and that continuing to cause a scene, you'd be doing the same thing. Sitting talking there, gibberish? Probably talking to yourself. Well, these are just people that are just, you know, filming and, you know, I, I doubt she was talking gibberish. <laughs> when you're on a date or you're like, you're, you know, and, so, and you're on the edge of causing a scene, you know, you're in a tiff. <laughs> that moment, boy. Like, have you ever had to be like, lower your voice? Yes. I will not. No. Right. Don't uh, say remember, shut up. <laughs> oh. One time, don't say shut up, people. It's almost Valentine's Day, being on par. I remember one time being in that lab, on that spot, and the whole thing just started off bad because you sit down, and all of a sudden that particular person's ordering for you. He'll take a salad. I'm like, a salad? I don't want to. <laughs> He's on oh, a no, diet. he will. Well, you, I did that meal. I grabbed my a, meal and I was like, 
You're at a restaurant. Things oh. are supposed to be romantic, but everything is the opposite of romantic. Because <laughs> yes. you're in a tiff. Oh, man. You both hate each other. Yeah. How many waiters yes. and waitresses have to witness that? They walk in, step up to that awkward. You can hey, feel it. We're swimming in it. Hey, you guys ready to, you guys need a couple uh, more minutes? To decide whether or not you're going to kill each other? Right. I'll be right back. Yeah, you want to see the specials? Oh, she's crying. Okay, I'll be back. There's always one person at the table who's like, yeah, no, go ahead. Give me the specials. Kind of probably haven't told And you're line. like, okay, do do I give you the specials or do I not? Because I'm getting serious, non-special needing vibes right now from the other person at the table. That person's giving me dagger eyes and telling me to leave. So we've all been there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Waiting on those tables is fascinating. Oh, well, bad. I bet it would be. I... And then it's like oh. as the drinks flow, you know. It's, like, so funny. Like, the guy's like, yeah, start off with the beer. She's like, I will take a triple dirty martini. Well, how about this? Here's how you go thermonuclear. One of them starts flirting with the waiter. Waiter. <laughs> right? <laughs> I've been dumb enough to be in a tiff. I'm being a, a jerk. And you've done that? Like, kind of, hey. she starts kind of being flirty with the waiter. Oh. And he's leaning into it. I'm like, really? <laughs> Yeah. I hate you so much. I had that happen at Mahogany once. Oh, I'm like, wow. This is going to be the most expensive meal of my life. This guy's like, And we're yep. not getting along. And then the guy's kind of being flirty. I'm like, I oh, just murder thoughts. Just murder. <laughs> Putting a chain on the door, pouring gasoline on this whole place. <laughs> She's making like you- lovey eyes at some hunky looking waiter. I'm like, this is not good, dude. <laughs> Did you did you make it through the, every bit of? Or did, I know. I think I blacked suck. out. You're like I went to my safe space, so I didn't I completely out. murder everyone. I I it was out. a steak restaurant. There were steak knives right there. Right. The guy brings you a butter knife. He's like, I don't trust you with the cutlery today, sir. There's probably some unsolved mystery down in. <laughs> but wait, Tennessee restaurant burnt to the ground. Keith Morrison's out lost there. Souls. I blacked out. <laughs> yep. Just the worst. Hey. Changed my name, moved to Omaha. <laughs> That's how you got here. Gotta I'm on the radio, radio now. <laughs> Guess they're going to find me. Oh, well. Now they, they are. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm sure anybody listening right now, I, I, don't, I bet every single person listening has been in that same situation. Everyone has one thing in common, and that's that. They're all shaking their head going, no. (laughs) No, we haven't. No, that's not normal. (laughs) No. That's not healthy. I can go out to eat all the time with my loved one and never want to burn the place to the ground. Not be driven into the arms of the waiter. That's a call I want. Do you ever go to a restaurant, get to tiff, and go home with a waiter? <laughs> Give us a call. <laughs> we got news coming up next. Well, that uh, I guess we're going to have to wait for the first AI lawyer. That uh, robot lawyer. Yeah. Woo, they had to yeah. call it off. Stuff got a little heated. Uh, come on. That's next. Hang on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Weekdays from 5 to 10. It's the Big Party Morning Show. Only on Channel 94.1.